I'm Katie. And my name's Josie. And this is Something Spookish. Our goal is to spook each other. And when I say spook, I mean scare the shit out of each other. And I'm gonna scare the fucking shit out of oh you today. Oh god, I don't... I don't know if I'm ready. Yay, no sleep. No. No sleep nightmares. No, mine was whimsical. <laughs> mine was kind of whimsical. Like, you can sleep after you heard about the Bridgeport. Well, I think this will give me, like, a good a good guesstimate of, like, of your spook level. Um, it sure will. Because if you're, if you, if you are, maybe you won't be spooked by this. Oh my god, what if I'm not? There we go. Then I'll have to really fucking oh amp god. it up. Well, so. I think demons, by default, sorry. Uh, spoiler alert, are scarier than poltergeists. Demons. Not only do I got demons, though, I also have Moida in murder. What? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Demons, murder, possession. I got the whole shebang. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What made you choose demons? So I was looking for people that were, like, possessed for a really, really long time. And there's a lot of, like, stories that I've, I've known. But then I saw this guy, and I was like... Okay, so you're possessed. But okay. then I was like, whoa, murder. And I was like, how can I not pick the double entendre? <laughs> you see? Did he murder someone while possessed? Yeah, to find out. Oh my god. Possibly. I'm not hopeful. This already sounds pretty fucked up. Okay. Oh, and this is that British. I got a British murder. What? This mm-hmm. is in Britain? Yes, this is in Britain. Okay. Specifically, this is in Osset. Near the city of Wakefield. Don't know where that is. It's English, British country. Um, It's in the country of West Yorkshire. Oh. But doesn't that sound... That sounds very British. Very English. Yes. I'm in. And uh, we're going to be talking about Michael Taylor, his possession, and the murder that he commits. (gasps) I knew it. Mm -hmm. Oh, poor Michael. Well, I don't know yet. We'll see. I'll, I'll judge later. Like, kind of poor Michael, but we'll we'll get into it. Okay. So, basically, Osset is a pretty quiet town. It's a very simple town. Slightly religious town. Okay. Mm. What, what's, the, what's the time frame of this happening? We're around, like, the 1970s. Oh, cool. Okay. So, not, like, crazy so, far. So, like, the Bridgeport thing as well. Yeah, same yes. era. Ooh, spooky times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Michael Taylor, this is who we're going to talk about. He was around 31 years old at the time of his possession. But before any of that, he was, you know, he was always described as a mild-mannered man. He was very kind. He worked as a butcher. And he was the father of five children. At 31? Mm-hmm. I'm 31. Can you imagine having five kids? No. That's a lot. No, not at this time. No. It's too many kids, I'll, per se. I'll take one or two in the next few years. But five? I have five. Would you like five? No, thank you. Please have five. Please have five? Please take my kids. <laughs> you don't have kids. <laughs> Get them off my hands. So Michael is is really living it up. I think it, in the 1970s, that's probably par for the course. Having more kids. Sure. And earlier in life. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he, well, he was also reportedly a very caring father. And he was married to Christine Taylor. That was his wife. And then they also had a family dog. Oh. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of information on the kids um, or their names or 
But they oh. were there. They were they were there. And then there's not a lot of background on Christine, but she was his wife. She was she seemed there. seemed great. Okay. She seemed awesome. Okay. Um, and then neighbors, you know, they consider them a pretty happy, cheerful family. Like, no major problems. They were always seen kind of doing things together. Normal fam. But Michael actually suffered from depression. And he would go into depressive episodes. And this happened in his 30s to 40s. Oh. And this, like, when he hit these episodes, he would become kind of withdrawn, and he would refuse to interact with his friends and family. Oh. And so, that is not great, but reportedly it was a very normal family dynamic. Michael also suffered from a back injury in his late 20s to 30s. I don't know how, or why, or how. And you're saying that he got possessed when he was 31? He, yeah, around that time. Okay, so, okay, so this is... This is just kind of a Interesting. yeah a sprinkle okay. of like what he's about. Okay. But okay. because he got injured, he wasn't able to find full time employment later in life, oh. which you know could be a factor in his depression. Definitely. And you got five fucking kids. Oh my god! Yeah. And you're a butcher. Like that must be really hard Ooh. to like kind of try to make your family survive. That would be stressful. That's a, yeah, it's a bit of stress. Fair, Michael. Um, but basically, he just did the best that he could. Um, and then the Taylor family, they were not super religious, even though the town was, was pretty religious. They never really went to church, even though they did live by multiple churches. Not something that they were super invested into attending. Um, and But the town, they were uh, predominantly Christian. Okay. Okay. So, you know, Michael was invited by a friend, his friend Barbara Warden. And his friend, she thought that he was, you know, depressive because of spiritual forces. Oh. Duh. Not because of having five kids you can't support. Or some, you know, mental illness. Or mental illness. No, it was the spirits. It was the You know, and she's trying to be helpful. Yeah. She is. But spirits. Spirits. (laughs) So basically, he starts to attend these weekly prayer meetings and he, uh, this group is called the Christian Fellowship Group. And he became a very active member in the congregation. So it kind of like did like a 180. Oh. Going from like not religious at all to like, okay, let me try this and see what happens. Okay. Um, and his wife would also go with him as well. Aw. Yeah. So she was supportive and they were like, well, maybe this will make things, you know, better. Yeah. Have a little bit of spiritual guidance. No shame. No, no. foul. Um, Surprisingly, the leader of this, you know, Christian fellowship group, her name was Marie Robinson, and she was in her early 20s. She was very soft-spoken, very pretty, and she embraced old-time religion teachings, which I don't know how great that is, but whatever. Yeah, they seem to be on the harsher side. On the harsher side, you'll see. Uh, Michael was really fond of her, though, and he reported, uh, you know, this was reported from people in the group. They just noticed he... You know, kind of had an inkling for her. He really enjoyed being near and around her. That's not weird. No, not at all. Because she's <laughs> saving him. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, I, I wrote maybe too much time, maybe a ludicrous amount of time. Oh, oh. perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps way too much time. A Michael. touch of too much time. <laughs> Just a touch of too much time. Perhaps. <laughs> He attended every prayer group meeting and function that Marie held. Um, mm. And basically her teaching, you know, during these group 
meetings, there would be exorcisms. And they would cast out demons in their group uh, with the power of God. Okay. Hey, you need to be exercised really quick. Really quick. Just really quick. We're going to exercise. They would also speak in tongues, too. So, like, one of those groups. To get the demons out. Yeah, that's the group that you want to be a part of. Okay, so this is already a thing. Not just a prayer group, but, like, a fucking exorcism speak in tongues group. How many freaking exorcisms are required in this town? That doesn't seem like a regular, like a like a thing that should be happening with any sort of frequency. That's a good point. Okay. Please okay. do not add frequency to exorcisms. Yes. Let's yes. make it a rare occurrence. That's a good question. I actually have no idea. But I will say, Marie began offering Michael private sessions. Oh, I see. Because he needs, like, to be really blessed. Oh, yes. Totally. Yes, he does. There was one instance where Michael claimed to be afraid of the moon. Uh, So they would meet in the church together. They'd sit across from each other, and they'd make the sign of the cross for over eight hours. While the moon was out? With the full moon. And basically, this was supposed to, like, nullify the evil power of the full moon. So he was afraid... Of the evil power of the full moon. Like, he thought, like, it would make him crazier and, oh. like, like more insane. And so, to, like, keep oh. him, like, to, like, to, like, keep him safe, oh. they would, like, do this together. Why don't we own some of our, you know, shortcomings? Oh. Instead of blaming the moon, Michael. That's wise. Perhaps. You should have been his counselor. I, I think, <laughs> I don't know if I trust Michael. The moon. The moon. The moon did it to me. <laughs> Something's got to do but, it. Okay, okay, that's great. The moon, yes. They were, he was protected. They, they they would hold a cross for eight hours. They would, yeah, just draw crosses in the air for eight oh, hours. okay. Mm-hmm. Effective. Because that's enough time. Yeah. Um, and then those in the church, like, you know, they noticed the amount of prayer meetings between the two and how much time they were spending together. Um, members honestly kind of thought Michael was in love with Marie. Why would they think that? Whoa. Whoa. Where did that come from? Out of bounds. He needed protection from the moon. Duh. Yeah. I'm just trying to save myself. He was scared. He was spooked. He was spooked. (laughs) Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Let's talk about the exorcism. Of, Of Michael. The exorcism of fucking Michael Taylor. Oh my god. Midnight. Duh. Duh. October 5th. Uh, oh, excellent. Right? Yeah. October, uh-huh. 1974. Oh, my God. The same year as the Bridgeport. What is going on? This is like symbiotic. Symbiotic. Josie, that's weird. I don't like that. Oh, uh, let's keep telepathy. I am concerned. I'm not. Let's no? keep it going. Okay. Let's see what other things we can parallel. What the hell is wrong? Throw me in, coach. Okay. Toss me into the dimension. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I like how you like you have a hard helmet on and I'm just like, Lose, send it. This is a good way to balance it. I'm all I'm already Are you scared yet? I'm a, I'm, I haven't I'm, even gotten into the Oh my god, okay. the nitty gritty. Alright, go okay, ahead. Okay, the exorcism of Michael Taylor. Uh-huh. Midnight October fifth, nineteen seventy four, Father Peter Vincent and Reverend Raymond Smith, they gathered at the Saint Thomas Church in Garber. Garber, hopefully. And the prayer group was also in attendance. So the exorcism took place over eight hours. Mm -hmm. And during that time, he was scratching at people, 
thrashing, convulsing, spitting, the things that you would expect to have happen, you know, if someone was possessed. Yeah. Standard. Um, Yeah. Like, this is, okay, you pass for being possessed. Yeah. That's weird. You shouldn't be doing those things. This is indeed strange. Demon. Um, he had to be tied to the church floor. Oh, okay. Because he was going crazy. Hmm. This one's rough. Uh, crucifixes were jammed into his mouth. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I support that. That seems a little bit like abuse. It seems, yeah, I don't, what is that designed to accomplish? I must, he must have been like spouting off some fucking crazy shit, but that, I would be offended if a crucifix was shoved into my mouth. Um, I, I, I support that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so things were... Things weren't, weren't going well. No, not easy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got soaked in holy water. He growled at anyone who came near him. Basically anything you can think of that would happen in an exorcism happened. Very He's... decent demon shit. Yes, decent demon shit. That's <laughs> Bookmark Yes, it. that's a great one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, at 8 a.m., October 6th. This happened on the 5th, October 6th, 8 a.m. So we're still going. The priests were fucking exhausted. The exorcism, they were like, you're trashed, we're trashed, we need a hold, we need a pause here, and we need to finish this tomorrow. You need to fucking rest. And we need to rest. Could you stop being a demon for just a little bit? Can you do that? Get this fucking shit. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how they, like, determine this. But this, so Michael and Christine were told to go home. Uh-huh. Right, and rest for part two of the exorcism. You're fine. Come back later. The priests, they had admitted that they cast out more than 40 demons. Oh, we're dealing with more than one demon. It's not just one. They they expelled 40 demons. How do you count that many as they're coming out? Yeah, how the actual fuck do you... There's one demon. There's another demon. Oh, there goes another. And apparently it was, like, demons that they were, like, oh, there's lust, and there's, like, uh, fucking... Oh, like, the sins? Mm-hmm. Aren't there, like, seven deadly sins? Apparently there's 40. There's... There's 45. I'm so confused. Unruliness. Unruliness. <laughs> the sin of unruliness. <laughs> we got that demon up first. So, so the demons are specializing... I suppose... In okay, all right. So have you ever so heard of an exorcism though, where like they extracted forty demons? Because I've only ever known of one at a time. One at a time, yeah. One I thought demon it was at a one time. One at a time. You can do forty at a well, time. No wonder he's exhausted. It's a lot. He. This is why. Question: How many are left? I am so goddamn glad <laughs> that you asked. Because do I have an answer for oh you? Oh my god, yes. Precisely three. Oh, thank God. And do you want to know what those are? The ones that they left, which they should have taken these ones out first, in my opinion. Mm. They left the demons murder, madness, and violence yet to be exercised. And they told... So they knew. Mm-hmm. They're like, we've identified these last three demons. They're a doozy, mm-hmm. but you can go home with your wife. <laughs> yeah, they're a doozy. <laughs> you know. They're a little bit worse than the demon of unruliness. Take some Advil PM. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Yeah, seriously, they're like, hey, go home. Don't worry about it. Uh, we got 40 demons out of you. You got three more. We left murder, uh, violence, and madness in you. See you tomorrow. 
I would love to know how this shit is determined. Me too. I'm mind blown. But I was like, this is crazy. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Are you fucking ready? I'm ready. You ready for the murder? Oh, God. Yes, you are. I'm ready. This is horrifying. Okay. You don't get to skip. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. An hour and 45 minutes after returning home. Specific. 9.45 a.m. Mr. Ian Walker, a policeman patrolling the area where the Taylors lived, encountered a bloody Michael Taylor, completely naked, stumbling through the streets. Why? Who knows? Why? Apparently, he curled up into the fetal position, crying... It is the blood of Satan. Repeating that again and again. Can you just imagine you're fucking like getting up for your morning shift to like make sure your town is safe and you just see this fat guy naked covered in blood? Was he fat? I don't know. I just, it makes it scarier. Oh my God. It does make it scarier. Sorry. (laughs) Like you just like, you like driving along and then this guy's, you just bloody and then you just like hear him screaming something and then he like gets into the fetal position on the ground and he's naked he's a 40 year old 30 30 year old i thought he was 31 i think he's 31 naked Mm -hmm. because i feel like that's an important naked that seems like a its own demon the demon of nudity the demon of nudity they left that one too of 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 exposure they forgot (laughs) (laughs) oh god they forgot to tip yeah to to take that one out as well. So, so it's not going... Okay, so that's not good. So that's, you know, that's how we find him. Whose fucking blood is it? Who knows? Police called an ambulance, and then he was taken away screaming, um, bloody nonsense. Is Christina okay? Are the kids okay? Well. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, <laughs> bummer. That's a no. <laughs> Basically. Ah, uh, and I laugh because I'm just like, this is fucked. I can't that's, handle that's, 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 that's I can't unreal. handle it. I think that's way. a reaction a lot of people have. Anywho, police officers, they were like, okay, Taylor's that way. Like, we should probably go check on his house. Mm-hmm. So they do. Um, but when this police officer who found this guy walking, when he went to his house, policemen were already there. They were already at his house. Because neighbors had heard noises and screams, and they called the police. Uh, when this other police guy who found Taylor got to the house. Uh, the officer was walking out of the house and he said, you don't want to see this one, son. I've seen nothing like it before. And I've seen a few. It's the wife. She's got no, he ripped at her son. It's a right mess in there. There's not much of her left. He ripped at her. He said, you don't want to see it. eh?" And then immediately he vomited on their front lawn after after saying this. Is this, this is, I assume, supposed to be a true story? This is true. This is not fake. <laughs> I told you I was going to fucking scare the shit out of you. Oh my god. Are you ready? Let's no. keep on going. Okay. Go down the road. <laughs> you're like, so much resistance right I'm now. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to go. It's like you're slammed against the wall. I don't want to be stuck here either, though, so we might as well keep going. We keep going forward. Yeah. There we go. What yeah. a good mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so one report from a witness of the exorcism, um, kind of interesting, though. The wife of the minister, she had a vision before they left after the exorcism. And this was from uh, Margaret Smith, so the Reverend Smith's oh, wife. Okay. And she said, 
The demon of murder would escape from Michael and kill Christine. This was her vision. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is like, whoa. Say something. See something, say something. See, and I don't know if she did. I'm not sure. Not entirely sure. But who knows? Okay. But I like your statement. Yeah. See, see, see something, something, say, say something. something. Fair enough. Good rule of thumb. Yeah. Um, so the crime scene. Uh, this was the worst crime scene uh, anyone in the local police have ever worked. There was blood. There was brain uh, pulp. There were flesh. All over the walls. All over the ceiling. Christine was, you know, she had passed away. Christine had been attacked by Michael. She was brutally attacked. She was stripped. He beat her. This is where it gets really bad. So if you, like, can't handle, I'm so sorry. You can plug it's your okay. ears. It's okay. I've done enough true crime, but it doesn't... Okay, go, go ahead. Jeremy, cover your ears. <laughs> All ears in the house. All ears in the house be covered. <laughs> he removed her eyes with his hands. Oh, my God. He gouged out her eyes. He ripped out her tongue. <gasps> this one is where I, like, can't handle. But finally, he ended up ripping her face off of her skull. Oh, my God, no. She was unrecognizable, like, beaten to a pulp. No. Okay, you've done it. I did it. This is... Yeah, okay. With his bare hands. That sounds like the demon of murder. Yeah, it fucking does. Okay, I could see. I, I, um... Makes sense. I don't... Yeah, that... Yeah, mm-hmm. But I have some other things on that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. To come. She died of shock and asphyxiation on her own blood. Supposedly really quickly, though. Hopefully. There was brain matter and she didn't die from being beaten? Okay. Oh my god, oh my god, please tell me. Here's, okay, luckily... Where are the children? The children are fine. Okay. But I don't know where they were during this time. I don't know what happened to them. I have no idea. There's nothing on the children. Okay. But the family dog. Oh my god. If you can't do animals... Trigger warning. Trigger, skip ahead. Trigger warning. Uh, some accounts stated that he had then, after Christine was dead, strangled the dog... After the dog was dead, he ripped it limb from limb, throwing it about the house, also ripped out its eyes, teeth, hair from its skull. Just like like a stuffed animal, just like ripping it apart, ch- tossing it around. Can you imagine that scene? Well, now, god damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the, literally the most fucked up god damn it, Josie. I told you I would find a good one. It's oh my insane. god. That's we went from having weird tongues and being frightened of the moon to this shit. Yeah. This escalated quickly. This is the escalation. This is Welcome. as escalated as it fucking gets. Yeah, okay. But, like that whole, like the actual, uh, all of that, like ripping people apart is not okay. With your bare hands is not okay. I'm so deeply disturbed and I don't feel like I get disturbed nearly so much anymore but because I have a very limited imagination, but that is just like, I, I honestly feel kind of sick. That's nasty. And oh, I just feel so bad for her because she was just trying to like help. Oh my like, god! And, then, and she got cheated on, supposedly. No, maybe if Maria if Marie rejected him, then maybe Who not. Knows? But, but like, still, you're like hurt. You're also trying to take care of kids. Yeah. And then this guy, just you're the love of your life. So apparently, he did love her. Well, to die the way that she did—that's horrifying. 
And I can do like to imagine like that car ride home and like what happened leading up to that, like after the exorcism. And like, I wonder if she knew that like the, whatever, the demons of murder, madness and violence were still left in him. And like, what, well, I hope he doesn't kill me. Well, and like way to kind of plant that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Actually, yes. Mm. Hold on to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Um, okay, so we're gonna move we're gonna move on from that. Okay. We've been there. So that's what happened. We've been there, done that. Michael was arrested, naturally. Um he was receiving care at a nearby hospital at the time. He was then taken into custody and interviewed, but he didn't provide a motive for killing Christine. Mm. Quote, it was a long night. They danced around me and burned my cross because that was tainted with the evil. They had me in the church all night. Look at my hands. I was banging on the floor. The power was in me. I couldn't get rid of it, neither. Neither could they. They were too late. I was compelled by a force within me to destroy everything living within the house. That's what he said. Oh. Now, I say, let's talk about mental illness and sleep deprivation. Oh. If you think about, like, he's already had spouts of depression. Uh Uh-huh. And then is starting to get influenced into this group with some... He's seeing demonic possessions. Like, he's getting influenced with these things. Oh. And then the... You know, when he's having to do the exorcism, he's up for eight hours. Already starting at midnight... I'm sure major sleep deprivation. And if he already has, like, some sort of mental illness or anger, whatever, that could not have helped. And, like, they, like, beat him. And, like... So he's probably traumatized. He probably got triggered. So, I mean... If there's mental illness there, that would certainly be the way to make it worse. Like, I think, yes, possession is... Totally makes sense, but we're going devil's advocate, no pun intended. Then, totally, he probably has some mental illness. Yeah, and these things just, like, built it up, and he just broke. He snapped. Well, because this was the opposite of what someone who needs help should be going through. Totally. And, and, And really having it hammered into them that they're bad and that they're possessed and that they're capable of horrible things. And that's why... You know, where they're beating him. And yeah, we've got, you have 40 demons in you and you still have three more. Hang in there. Yeah, go home. <laughs> like, that's We'll just... get the rest out of you. And to know that it happened like an hour, like basically two hours after they left. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty compelling. This is, this is really interesting and I'm just, I guess in the 1970s I would have expected the, I, I would have expected it to be earlier in the century where people mistook mental illness as demons and possession. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seemed to be something that happened decades before the 1970s. I think that's a huge point. It's like often like witch trials stuff too, but like people, mental illness more so, but we'll go with the, we'll go with demons for now. Okay. Okay. In Michael's own words, he said um, at the time of his, arrest he said released i am released it is done the evil in her has been destroyed in her in Mm -hmm. christine Mm -hmm. okay apparently he thought she was fucking evil and cray before the trial um he was reprimanded to the broadmoor 
uh, secure hospital in Berkshire to await trial, take treatment. And he spent most of his time in silence and or sleeping. Again, I don't know what fucking happened to the kids. No idea. Okay. There's no mention. No idea. Um, so during the trial, what happened? Are they going to take the possession defense? Um, they were a little bit smarter, but the defense laid blame to the prayer group and priests who uh, performed the exorcism, which is kind of like what I'm saying. Like, Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, no, they didn't blame it on demons. But defense lawyers said Michael himself, t- or sorry, Michael himself testified, again, claiming that he had no recollection of the actual killing, that he had been deeply in love with his wife, and that he had been under the control of an either evil supernatural force and that he had uh, suspected that Christine had also been possessed by demons, but he offered no other explanation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just bummer. Yeah, the defense lawyer stated that the group exacerbated an already cracking mind. Mm-hmm. He cast doubt on the possession theory by calling it neurotics feeding neurosis to a neurotic. Neurotics Feeding neurosis to a neurotic. Mm-hmm. What a great quote. Also a tongue twister. Yeah, wow. Crazies. Blame was also appointed to the exorcism itself. The prosecution claimed that the ritual had taken its toll on an already mentally disabled and disturbed man. And coupled with the warped religious ideas and beliefs that the prayer group had instilled in him, these negative influence had pushed Michael over the edge into the realm of madness. And murder. I mean, yeah, honestly, it just makes a lot of sense that this is kind of that whole tumbleweed down the mountain of just why, how this happened. Overall, though, Michael was found guilty for reasons of insanity. Okay. So they didn't, he wasn't found guilty of murder. He was tried guilty, but he was By found reason not of guilty. Insanity. So mm-hmm. does that mean that he gets... So they were smart. They were like, yeah, they fucked him up. Yeah, and I mean, honestly... That makes sense to me. That's what I would do. Well, and again, something I really want to look into as we do more episodes is at a certain point... I don't even know how to say this. Like, at a certain point, does... Do demonic happenings that we find stem from Mm. humans originally? Mental illness. Yeah, mental illness or just someone who is inherently evil mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just something I would like to look into. Because this guy, he seemed like a great guy. Yeah. It's like mental illness just like kind of started to plague him. That is an interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to make a tally. It's, it's one of those questions I, I hope we can mental illness versus look into. Demons. Or, or, yeah, like, is there a fine line between evil Mm-hmm. Human evil mm-hmm. and and demons that are supposed to be supernatural and other entities. Well, and kind of to your past story, like, can we manifest? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, all right. So he was found guilty for reasons of insanity. And he received four years. Dude, this is That's insane. it? He received four years of psychiatric care before being released back into the public. Bunny ears cured. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't sentenced to life and, like, re- rehabilitation? No. Four years of, uh, psychiatric care. Oh, my God. And you're good to go. I don't agree with that. He's cured, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the priest from the exorcism quoted, if people, well, he, cause he like, his, you know, character kind of got thrashed after this. Say, Michaels or the priests? The priests. Cause they like failed the exorcism. Like they did an exorcism and then he murdered someone. Like that doesn't look good. Oh yeah. You, uh, you didn't do yeah, well. Yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, this priest was quoted saying, if people come to me in trouble of any kind, I will try to help. I would give such comfort as I could, but I am only an ordinary human being with human failings. Yeah, no, you fucked up. Yeah. I mean, Michael still continued to exhibit odd behavior and depression as he was, you know, out and about. After he was released? Mm-hmm. But he, and he did it. He attempted suicide four times. And this included cutting his wrists and jumping off of a bridge, which badly injured his back and legs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like this guy, just like, he just went way downhill. Just nothing's good. Uh, July 2005. Whoa, recent. He was arrested. Oh, that is recent. He was arrested for inappropriate conduct and sexually harassing an underage girl. Okay. Yeah, right. Fuck this guy. Yeah. During his court hearing for that, he said um, that it was all his fault. And then he said, am I going to Broadmoor for murdering my wife? Uh, like, what? So this guy is completely off his rocker. Do you want to know what they charged him for, for that, though? What? For the sexual harassment? He was sentenced to three years of community service under the condition that he seeks uh, psychiatric treatment. What the hell? Yeah, fucked up. Fucked up. Okay, I have one final quote. Yeah. Just to, you know, leave your knickers in a twist. Great. You're so welcome. Officers from the quim, uh, from the quim, from the quim, from the quim scene, they quoted, <laughs> "All of the incidents in which I was involved in 30 years of police work, nothing affected me like this one. The stupidity and brutality of it all, the complete and utter waste of life and destruction of a family, not to mention the death and other traumas. They are far beyond anything else I've ever come across." Obviously, my wife asks questions, but there are some things that you do not take home, and this was one of them. However, within the next 24 to 48 hours, the news hit the national newspapers and the TV news bulletins. You just bury it and get on with your life as best you can. Before this event, I was agnostic, and now I'm an atheist. Oh, interesting. I... And that's, that's the possession and murder of Mr. Michael Taylor. Possession and, and how he became a murderer. Whoa. Cray. This is not okay. Would you like to have a nightmare now? Yeah, yeah great. Thank you You're so welcome. much. This one, I was not expecting this. Nasty, right? Just the way that, the, that he committed... The murder. That's that. That's what got me. Cause I was like, "Whoa!" Like, what level of like? Even if it was mental illness, like, and it's gotta be. What the fuck? But that is some next level, like pure anger. So much anger and rage and just wanting to inflict pain on someone, like. I, that, that is probably one of the worst, most torturous ways that he could have totally. killed her. One, I hope he's, you know, having a horrible time and I hope his kids are having the best times of their lives. 
I hope the kids are okay. And uh, I assume he's passed away at this point. We don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, that one makes me want to stay far away from Britain. On a scale of one to spook, how spooked are you? <sighs> That's like a good nine. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Why, thank you. Yeah. I told yeah. you I'd get you. Thank you so much. I'll keep it around that, uh, that level then. Great! You're welcome. I don't know if I can find something this crazy again. That's pretty crazy. We had, we had affairs, we had murder, we had demons. That was dramatic. Yeah. And I think ultimately I'm a nine because I just feel, I still feel sick from hearing about, again, how he committed the murder, what he did to the dog. Um, I think it's the lingering sickness that I feel mm-hmm. that is like, okay, yeah. I'm about the same. I'll give it like a solid eight just because of how the murder was explained. Like that is just brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. And like how much like they just kind of fucked like totally mental illness. But yeah. like also I could see possession, but more so sounds like you guys just like royally destroyed this person. And kind of just regardless, this this person is an absolute monster. Oh, yeah. Like, you are a monster, and I don't even know. Like, I don't, and luckily, I don't think I have to figure, figure out what what is going on. But regardless, you are a monster. You should not be walking around free. Me agree. We are in agreement. Um, well, lovely. I'm so glad that it's 9.07 at night. And yeah, we did it. I'm, I'm going to go watch something. I'm going to watch something light, happy. Light and delightful and hilarious. Light and fuzzy. Yeah. To help me come out of this kind of funk. Um, well, thanks a lot, Josie. Love you. Um, let us know how spooked you are at something spookish on Instagram. Or send us an email at... Something spookish at gmail.com. Well, that's all for something spookish. Stay spooky. I can't understand.